I listen. I can feel it. I experience it. And I breathe it. This is music to me. And who am I? My name is Nina, and I'm a music lover. And I'm about to take you on a journey into one of the craziest industries in the world. is Connected by Frequency. Welcome, music lovers, to another episode of Connected by Frequency podcast. First, I want to thank you all for your support. For the ones who don't know me, my name is Nina, and I will be your host on this journey into the music industry. Somehow it happened the first three episodes are completely different, speaking of my guest music genres. Today, I'm talking to this crazy, amazing, and talented Italian house techno DJ and producer. But before we start, I need to kindly ask you for your generous support. If you like what you see and hear in this show, please make this easier for me by supporting me via Patreon or PayPal. All the information will be written in the video description and on Connected by Frequency Facebook page. And please don't forget to subscribe on my channel, like and share this video with the world, and leave a comment if you have anything to say. I will much appreciate it. Thank you. So, today we have this energetic, charismatic and talented Italian living in Ibiza for most of the year. He likes to play with techno and house, not too hard, always groovy. But he also likes to experiment with something not typical for his recognizable style. Always trying to build a DJ set at a moment of his performance, not before. I bow to that. Supported and being a good friend with Pete Thong and surrounded and working alongside the big names in the industry such as Carl Cox, Hot Scenes 82, Black Coffee, Solomon, Dynamic, The Martinez Brothers and many others. Adding a funky soul sound in his production is something you will hear often. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to welcome this outstanding artist to my studio in Belgrade. His name is Alex Cannon. Benvenuto, Alex, or should I say, Hello. bienvenido. Grazie. How are you? <laughs> I'm perfect. Thank huh? you for the nice words. They're actually super powerful. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you liked Thank it. Thank you so much for the nice presentation. <laughs> You're very welcome. How have, have you been? Eh, sorry? How have you been? Me? Eh, today. <laughs> <laughs> we had a party yesterday, so today for me is like the resting day. I'm super chill, super relaxed, so really happy to be here and we're going to have a nice conversation. That's good. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Perfect. It's all about it. Okay, so let's start from here. Um, I always like to call those special moments um, in my guest career a game changer. Yeah. For you, one of those moments happened in 2018. You won a DJ award in Ibiza mm. for the yeah. best newcomer DJ. What was that feeling, realizing uh, you won this so-called Oscar in the music industry yeah, and being in the same room with superstars like Carl Cox, Black Coffee, Joseph Capriati, Hernan Cataneo, Paul Van Dyke, and many others. Yeah, so that moment was super nice. You know why? Because it's not about the premium. I don't like prizes, actually. I mean, prizes are uh, selecting people. So I'm not really fan of prizes because why I have to be better than you? Because I won and, uh, and you didn't win. You know what I mean? So it's uh, nice to be recognized like that. But um, also the artists that work with me can like did nominated. Uh, mm -hmm. They were super good artists. For me, it was a game changing. I think also for myself, because 
most than the price I was with these people. I've I've played already with them. I've played like uh, in the years before with uh, with Carlo, with Adam Bayer, with Massio Plex. So see these people and at the same time taking the prize like me, that was game changing my brain. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, let's do this. Like gave me so much power, like so much. Um, I was much more sure about me. Uh, I was much more. Uh, I wanted to work really harder in that moment because I thought, okay, we can do it. So I just wanted to go deeper and stronger because I felt a little bit recognized. Mm-hmm. The job that I was doing in the last years between music uh, produ- productions and uh, DJ sets and gigs. So it was just maybe, I would say, the cherry on the cake. For It was an outstanding year, that one actually. It was a really good one, 2018. Yeah, but it, it did influence your career. Yeah, it influenced a lot because... Uh, the press was a massive mm-hmm. you know the, when they do this like five six days you have the attention of the world industry the world industry is watching you because the world industry is there agents uh, promoters like prs mm-hmm. uh, artists everyone so it's like a big promo campaign in, uh, in one week so was nice because uh, I received so many messages from people that I was not expecting actually and I said wow thanks mm-hmm. super cool it sounds like something similar to Amsterdam dance event yeah exactly but like AD yeah but AD is more about speaking about music the mm-hmm. DJ Awards is about since many years actually they do it so you know it's about uh, it's a meeting of the best artists and uh I was in my category. I was not like I was not nominated as a best techno DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a, as a newcomer, a breakthrough artist, and and it worked. And the second year, I arrived second, for example. But uh, I was almost winning also the other the the, the year after in 2019. Yeah, so. That's it. So it was like uh, something super nice, and I really, I really enjoyed that moment. People were like, yeah, super was well, super nice moment actually. I still have in my house. <laughs> the the price like this vedra is a like kind of wake up every morning and look at it <laughs> no it's already now it's already there now i want to take something like some more mm-hmm. in the next year so corona <laughs> corona something corona something <laughs> yeah. if they leave us a little bit yeah mm. yeah i could totally understand that um so okay you live in ibiza for 10 years right yeah and uh, we're all familiar with that feeling you get when you land on Ibiza ground, of course, but you decided to stay. So actually, you're living between Ibiza and Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Right? before. Now more, I'm in Ibiza like all the time. All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before, I was more like doing three, four months in mm-hmm. winter in Barcelona for the connection flights, you know. It's like, yeah, I heard that. Because Ibiza airport is huge from March until October. You have so many flights. But then... It's really complicated mm-hmm. to take uh, mm-hmm. connection flights or uh, travel to somewhere. So you need to do you need a big airport. And Barcelona is a perfect city because the airport is 15 minutes f- from the city and super easy. That's 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 true. Definitely, I I I know that. Uh, so describe me in three words. What were the reasons that you decided to move to this amazing island? Okay, so let's go deeper now, no? Let's go let's deeper. Go deeper. <laughs> um, I decided to move when I was 20, 23, I think. Yeah, 10 years ago, 20, yeah, to 23. And it was more because I'm coming from like a small, not a small town, I, yeah, 100,000 people. It's not a big city. Mm-hmm. It's uh, from Puglia, where uh, we have like a big background. In Puglia, we have one of the biggest clubs in Italy. We have Gwendalina, Cromie, Clorofilla, super big clubs, 6,000 people, 4,000, super big. 
but I always had in my mind the idea to be like international, like to open myself to what's going on outside. I was attracted from what what's there after the borders, what's going on after the borders. And uh, a friend moved there and I, actually I never been before that moment I uh, to Ibiza, so it was mm -hmm. my first time there. And I arrived in in winter when nobody's there. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, wow. <laughs> I said, maybe it's not the right place. And uh, yeah, I arrived there. And the person, remember who told me, you are going to love this island. You have two years and a half or three years. So the island selects you. If you're going to stay, it will be after three years. Or you're going to back, or you're going to change directions before the three years. They say in Ibiza, if you're accepted from the island, is you're going to see that after three years. Yeah, if, 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 you, if you stay three years, you can stay for the whole life. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, it's something that they say, like locals. Yeah. I should think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad idea, actually. Now, so many people is coming because with, uh, with what's going on with the pandemic, it's mm -hmm. like... It's a safe place. It's an island. Uh, you can control more or less everything. You have good food, good quality life. You can raise your children. You can raise, I mean, you can really do a good life. So it's, it's literally for it's everyone. A good, yeah, it's a good option. Yeah. It's expensive, but, you know, it's, uh, it's all about what you need. It's good. But if I ask you to pick three words to three describe words that island. Describe. Well, yeah. The island. Uh -huh. Wild. Um, opened it's really important and beautiful because it's a, the nature is beautiful yeah. most of the time I say all the time people knew before the pandemic people were coming for clubs and everything and now people are discovering the nature in Ibiza and Formentera you have the best clear water in, uh, in Europe and maybe in the world because you can compare the Formentera's water with Caribbean or like with the Bahamas you know it's like And this year is in Europe. It's like one hour and a half flight from Rome, from uh, from Paris, or from London, two hours. So it's like easier. So for that, I say it's a beautiful place. That's true. Okay. So speaking of Ibiza, do you remember when was your first gig and where did it happen? In Ibiza. Mm -hmm. Oh, one second. I think it was in a club called Bubbles. Okay. 2011 end of I think December after one month I was there and I remember I played with Ina Kravitz she was really pushing super hard in that year I remember she was being like the hype uh, DJ of the moment female DJ of the moment and mm -hmm. we played it was a club for 300 persons and after that event a promoter wanted me like for every Thursday I was doing this party like for the whole winter and 300 people in the winter in Ibiza super crazy wow. and I was not believing everybody saying how is possible there is also nightlife in Ibiza in the, in the winter yes we were all the time the same people <laughs> because <laughs> lovers like ravers or people that really like music electronic music mm -hmm. and it was super nice actually I did really I really put my my basis in that club Bubbles it was super nice Function nice. one sound system super super nice awesome but a couple of years ago you started playing in a bigger clubs like uh, You know, oh, a couple of years ago. I started, yeah. no, like in 2012 with Pacha, ah, Privilege. No, mm -hmm. two, two years ago, I just played in Ushuaia. Oh, wow, I didn't know it was too fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm, but you played everywhere, like Pacha, Destino, Privilege, yeah, yeah, Ushuaia, yeah. of course. Coa Santa, so many places, yeah. Mm -hmm. So which one left the biggest impression on you and why? Impression? Impression, yeah. 
I'm not gonna tell you because you know they're not gonna book me anymore. No, I'm joking. I can say which one is better, which one is not. Is yep. there are different clubs. Mm-hmm. You are in Ibiza. It's just about Ibiza. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can say that each club has a different approach. Is a different. Like Ushuaia is the mega big like uh, super club for nine thousand people. It's like crazy open air. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Then Pacha is that kind of club that is super, the, the history of Ibiza, you know, since uh, 50 or 60 years, you know. And Amnesia is also a great club. I mean, I mean, all the clubs in Ibiza, every club has the peculiar part of them. Mm-hmm. So you can find something special in each club. You can say, and it's totally different from each other. Mm-hmm. So in each club, you can find the, the, the reason that you say, wow, this, I love this place, but it's always different from the other club. Mm-hmm. So that's the good thing in Ibiza. But I think during the years, it changed a lot. Yeah, it was it not like it was at the beginning, no. especially with Amnesia. I'm, I'm completely aware of that. Well, I don't know. Amnesia, actually, Amnesia is super nice. You know why? Because they, they still keep like uh, doing it with passion. I mean, like they are, I mean, they are business. It's, it's business for them. Okay. This is the first Every- rule is this business. But they are really, I mean, all the clubs, they are lover of music. So it's people that really know what's going on in the, around the world about music. And uh, they are super everywhere. The musical director, the other people connected with the whole world, actually. So it's like, uh, it changed maybe about, you want to say about Ibiza, not about clubs. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the clubs are just adapting to the clients. This is the, the thing. So if... Uh, Right now in Ibiza, because with the COVID restriction, there is more medium, high, upper class. Is the clubs are gonna do the same? So they are gonna try to do what they can, selling tables and in between the, the laws, you know, mm-hmm. because this is what the law is uh, giving to them. It's giving the chance to them to do it just in their way. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they were opening like a normal club. Mm-hmm. So the clubs are that each other, because when Ibiza changes, they have to change too. So it just, it's just, it's, it's organic. It's something organic. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also, it's a loop, it's a circle. Mm-hmm. So it's coming back. Also, if you, speak in, if you speak with people that were living the island like 40 years ago, they will say <laughs> it's totally different. But there are always some connection between like the parties in the 70s and the parties right now. It's just the environment is a bit different. Mm-hmm. The, we are in 2021, it's much different. But now we don't have parties since two, two years. Last year, no season, and this year, no season. So mm-hmm. someone like Ushuaia, Kova Santa, they are trying, Blue Mar, they are doing like uh, table, table parties. So you can just book the table and stay at your table. Yeah, for the people who have a lot more money. Exactly, as I was saying, they are mm-hmm. just adapting f- mm-hmm. to the restrictions. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, but it's also they need to give uh, jobs to so many people they need to mm-hmm. work too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I don't know what you think. I'm gonna ask you something. What do you think about the governments? I mean, here in, in Serbia, it's super nice because they are, they are letting really promoters do something. You know, it's nice, at least in summer. We have been like super mm, mistreated or like treated really bad from the governments because they thought we were the, the excuse uh, for speaking about something to the crowd, to the population, to the big audience, you know. Mm-hmm. When something wrong is going on, okay, you know what, we're going to close restaurants and, <laughs> and clubs. But the clubs were closed 
And so the spikes are higher. And tell me what, you know, doesn't make sense. There is no really, big, really fair connection between these things. I'm super passionate when I speak about it because you can discriminate like a, a class and a industry because uh, it's easier for you to do that, you know. They, uh, they can, obviously. They can, for yeah. sure, because they have to think about more the industry, mm-hmm. the sport, the football and yeah. soccer. And yeah, I know. I mean, Well, it's a long story. It's a long story. Be, we can talk I don't want to be politicians. <laughs> about, I don't like politics. Yeah. And so it's just about uh, the common sense, you know. That's, that, that's true, but we cannot do anything about it. So yeah, ways. exactly. Okay, so um, the ones who follow you, they, they know there is a special connection and mutual support between you and Pitong. Hmm. Um, so less, how yeah, did less, it yes, start? More more. It started, uh, I think it started everything through the music. When he started supporting my music, like in uh, BBC Radio One all the time. Mm-hmm. And every time I send him like a records, I send him a record, he was super happy to listen to the music. He became, uh, sorry, how can I say? He became like a supporter. He supported him. For people like him, for me, it was like, uh, oh, thank I mean, I was super blessed. I felt blessed because he is uh, in the industry since 35, 40 years. And uh, he really, he made the magic with so many different things from record labels, from uh, agencies, from uh, clubs. He is really a multi-talented person. Uh, person. And it started like that with the music. And then we met each other. We had the chance. I played for him in Blue Marlin as a guest two, time, two times for him. And it's just been like an organic uh, thing that brought us to make a track together and uh, Apache. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are working on another one now. So for the next year. Definitely. Yeah, it's super, super organic. This is, this is the kind of connections that I like, organic things. Yeah, not like, pushed. I don't you, like push things when you say, you know what, you're gonna <laughs> let's meet because I want you to meet. No, <laughs> just because when the connection, the vibes are mm-hmm. just free, mm-hmm. That's the best thing ever. It's proper thinking for sure. <laughs> yeah. You you like to use a word or organic. We're gonna talk about this yeah, later organic. on. <laughs> Let's talk about organic. Uh, organic yeah. food, organic everything, yeah. Yoga. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna mention that. Okay. <laughs> so um what record, your record, you are most proud of? Record mm-hmm. that you did. I now I don't know. Because every record has a story. And it's different. Um, I'm proud to have been like working. Mm, I mean, I don't have a favorite record because every record. No, yeah, because, you know, it's when uh, you want to say to if you ask to your mom or like to like parents, who is your favorite son? I'm going to I'm going to say they are the same for me. They really, they are the same. Just sometimes one of them is worked better out. Mm-hmm. And the other ones, no. But doesn't mean that the other one was worse than the other. You know what I mean? For yeah. me, it's like more... When you make music, you put yourself on the table, in the studio, on the machines, on the hardware, and you don't know what's going on. You can work on a record for five days, and maybe afterwards, uh, the result is the worst. You don't really feel comfy with it. Or maybe you make a track like I did with Blinding Lights. Blinding Lights was done in two hours. Wow. Yeah, and uh, you know, Yoris did the remix, and I was super happy. And it's a record still now after four months is super pushing. Mm-hmm. And you don't know, you don't, you don't know when it, how it's gonna work in you know, a record. So my favorite one maybe is uh, I don't have. 
No, I, I wanted to say maybe Blinding Lights is cool because the story is interesting of two hours for a, tra- a kind of track like that. But I really, I don't have favorite records of mine. I can tell you, I, I love that record. No, I'm like a proud uh, father of every record. <laughs> gonna, the children, they are the same for me. So I think a lot of artists are actually answering on this question the same. I don't know. Maybe not. They will tell you, no, I love that record. I heard a couple of stories that uh, sound the same. Like Yeah. Your, yeah. Because... Yeah, I can, because I can tell you, there is no, I don't feel more mm-hmm. attached to one than other one. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I feel more attached because it worked better out, but that's not going to be a truly and fair mm-hmm. answer mm-hmm. from me, you know, mm-hmm. so. Okay, uh, you mentioned Apache, of course, and Blinding Lights. Uh, I think uh, those two tracks uh, really hit the f- the the top, you know, speaking of Beatport. Um, yeah, yeah. But were... why do you think those tracks, uh, those specific tracks triggered your listen- listeners this way? Uh, what do you mean? Like, ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, they were like, uh, well, because, you know, when you collaborate with artists like that big, mm-hmm. you are exposed to other kind of audience because we are speaking about Yoris or like Pete, they have huge followers. Mm-hmm since no five, since 15 or 20 more years, you know? So gives you the chance to be like exposed to, to their also audience. And they are gonna, someone is gonna accept you, someone is not gonna accept you. Mm-hmm. But most of the people, uh, you know, I think is gonna accept because uh, the, mo- the beautiful thing of the music is that you're gonna be open. You have to be open to listening to new, new records. And when you put together two visions, because my vision totally maybe is different from Pete. And that's when you put together with an artist doing these things, the, the result is gonna be absolutely like a super cool work. And uh, I'm happy more than, I'm more proud. Maybe I can say uh, the, the question before you asked me. Yeah, maybe I'm proud. I can be prouder of some record than another one. For example, this one, I can be super proud because mm-hmm. collaborations with people like that. I could be just super proud. I, I'm collaborating now with other couple of heavyweight guys for next year. So, yes, yeah, it's just about that. So, it, it is super strong on Beatport. We did number two with both tracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I told them also Camel Fat and Artbat like released after, you know, they are yeah. top sellers since five years and we didn't reach number one, but. I heard that, but we all know how this goes. So <laughs> it's logic. Well, it's okay. It's like, I mean, it doesn't prove wrong. Wrong time. It doesn't prove. I have anything. to call them next time, guys. When are you gonna release? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you can do that like, next time. Okay. Uh, so um, during a pandemic, um, yeah. we can find a lot of artists doing live streams and uh, at some really amazing locations. Yeah. And you did a few also, right? Uh, yeah. So you did some in Ibiza in partnership with Beatport and maybe the most interesting one you did in Italy a few months ago at uh, Barletta. Yeah, Mount Town, yes. Yeah, supported by Mixmag. Mixmag, yes. Um, yeah, I'm super proud of it. Actually, you know what they say, I'm, during the pandemic I was really seeing people doing everything mm-hmm. for being noticed, you know. <laughs> people Literally. recording in the bathroom. Like, yes, you know, I know. <laughs> come on, people like... Uh, Someone they were funny. Someone they were. Mm-hmm. Someone they were. Some some something else were like super boring or maybe not cool. But 
I understand people needed to do something, you know, at least you were doing something. By, from my point of view, I always wanted to do it uh, in a good locations, like mm -hmm. standing locations. Because I think when you do like, a, I think when you do like a stream, you have to bring on the table a concept. Mm -hmm. So why are we doing this? Because you want to see me and uh, playing music uh, or because there is a, like a concept. Mm -hmm. When I did the one with Beatport, I was showing a part of Bibiza North mm -hmm. that nobody recorded before. It was mm -hmm. the first time. Uh, so I want to do something different, you know, and it was different. In my hometown, was, I was super proud because we were speaking with the CTO since many, a couple of years, with the mayor uh, to do something together. Because, you know, for me, like a citizen left and became like, um, I get like the international results, international uh, recognized, uh, I've been recognized internationally for them. They are so they are proud of me. So when I came back, I said, we should do something for the city and we should do something for uh, the the people from uh, from Valletta. And mm -hmm. I said, you know what, let's do something on the castle. Even if we can do it with people, let's record a really nice streaming and... And we did it. Actually, it was so funny because I was there and the day after when I was working on the street, people, hey, nice work on the castle. <laughs> yeah, everybody, like people on the street, also people 70 years old. I saw the video, I said, nice. <laughs> I said, nice. Well, that's good. Super good. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, because they appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think when you have to do like a stream, you have to do it in a professional way. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, don't do it. Don't do it, yeah. True. It's but, just, you know, uh, how did you feel doing those, one? let's call it one-man shows, because it is, uh, without yeah. the crowd, surrounded only by beautiful nature, you know, and the historic environment? Actually, yeah, I, can, I understand what you want to ask, you, mm -hmm. uh, ask me. I'm not like, uh, I don't like to be alone, actually. I don't like, I'm really not a big fan of streamings. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because I need to feel people, I need to feel the vibes, I need to Connection. study highs, I need to to really grow inside of me the, the DJ set through, through the person. It's a little bit crazy, but it, my brain works like that. And uh, um, actually also the music that I was playing in this set was not really what uh, I'm playing if I play festivals or clubs. Mm -hmm. No, it was just something that uh, I wanted to make people connected through the images. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, if you understand what I want to try to mm -hmm. say, it's like when you're watching this like in the castle, I want you, every time you are watching and you are listening, you have to feel the trip, you have to feel the journey, you have to understand what's going on there. Not because, so I'm like just the guy that is uh, delivering the nice journey. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not really the music that I could play all the time uh, in a club or mm -hmm. in a festival. Mm -hmm. So that, that was a nice task for me and uh, I think it worked out, so... Yeah, yeah, I think you did a really good job, and I think thank you. The feedback is really amazing. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. So, uh, do you think uh, the '80s music uh, vibe is getting back? Because I can hear it a lot lately, to be honest. Yeah, '80s now will be '90s. Get prepared. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the next two years it will be '90s yeah. because, as I told you before, this is a circle. Yeah, exactly. It's like four years ago. Remember, it was a funky '70s. So now a little bit the indie mm -hmm. uh, punk mm -hmm. sounds mm -hmm. this year, '80s, yeah. and now maybe two years we will listen something about like '90s. Rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> yeah, I mean. yeah, 
No, I think that, that kind that's of vibes. No logical circle. It it has to yeah, be. Yeah, you know why? Because yeah. they had a huge influence on the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, these decades they were super big, and people in their mind they mm-hmm. still have this kind of connections. But can you connect it maybe with people losing their creativity? You know. And yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. But you know why? Because everything is already invented. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm not really big fan of uh, these like all the time edits. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's like I think uh, it's really hard right now to create something original from the scratch. Mm-hmm. Really hard. Mm-hmm. So all you became like uh, I don't know, like these artists like Afex Twin. Afex Twin like he's doing his job since 30 years. He doesn't care about any kind of sound. He just go and he's like own style mm-hmm. or creating something from the scratch now it's really hard what you can do for example what worked out for me i sat down with the singers and i tried to do something different i i love to to feel myself uncomfortable that's the best way for creating something new mm-hmm. when you feel uncomfort- uncomfortable yeah. you know yeah. um because it's like pushing your edges a little bit um, more forward it makes you realize that you can do something different. And even if he's not gonna have a big feedback back, you know that you did something different and you, you know that you did it. That's the most important yeah. thing. And I don't know, I have so many tracks that I've done like, I've done like kind of records, indie, punk uh, in the last months. That I don't know if I'm gonna release ever, maybe yes. But I know they are super cool like uh, records, super nice. Yeah. It, I think that's that's the only way for trying to create something new. Otherwise, as you say, everything is like let's take the famous voice, uh, the famous vocal, sorry, and let's mm-hmm. put in a track and we make that edit. But yeah. and the old school remixes. S- yeah, I mean the remixes exactly. from the old school tracks. Yeah, and, and I want to judge anyone. So no, no, I'm not judging. Of course, just saying that this is obvious. There are there are some someone they are done in a cool way. Mm, yeah, yeah. Someone they are just copied with a with a kick and bass change. Exactly. Make, sometimes you just bit. don't do anything with the original. <laughs> it's better. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but sometimes it, it's really it's really yeah. There it are can really some re-edits. Uh, mm-hmm. They are like uh, released like original because mm-hmm. they get rights, like publishings and stuff. Mm-hmm. That they are do they are done really well. So in that way, I think when you use creativity for uh, bring uh, like an old record from eighty, like in two thousand twenty one, mm-hmm. I really I really like that idea. So it's really interesting. But when you just do it because uh, that that was famous, let's yeah. use it. Keep it for you, for a DJ set. Don't release that, you know. Or you do it well. It's like the streaming. Or you do it in the right way, or don't do it. Yeah, totally agree with you. It's all about quality, actually. Quality, sorry. <laughs> don't, don't say sorry. Um, okay, uh, can we talk a little bit about uh, Dance or Die project? That yeah. You did, that you were part of, actually. Yeah. You were part of the closing. I uh, yeah, played a couple of times there. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah Dance or Die was like... Uh, is the party from Nick Fanciulli, mm-hmm. he's a good friend of mine. And, uh, you know, super, I really respect him as an artist, not because my friend, because he's there since many years. And he's always on point with music and he's always there like evolving. That's really what I really uh, like of him. He's all the time changing, all the time adapting, all the time putting out his, uh, his um own journey that he did since many years but like evolving all the time that's really important mm-hmm. and he does it really well it was a party that started at Ushuaia and uh, yeah I was playing there I was actually I was there also when I was not playing 
just hanging out because I, they are only friends. As I say all the time, I just hang out when I have friends playing. Otherwise, I don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So if I know that there are people that I know playing, DJs that I have friends, I go because I, I want to feel like kind family vibes. And I they see. are this is the best. I, right now, I think that's the best for a party. When you feel comfy mm-hmm. in a place. And Desert Eye was a huge project. I mean, is now pandemic, we know <laughs> how it is. Yep. And yeah, I played also the closing party with Carl Cox, with Nick. Uh, it was super nice, super nice concept. Actually, super new concept. You know, I don't know, did you, if you, did you see like the lights, uh, the lightnings? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, I did, I did, yeah. I did. Amazing. The backstage was super nice. Yeah, it was really They good. designed everything with a super nice designer from yeah, London. Yeah, the production well, and everything, yeah, it went pretty well. The production super good. Well, Ushuaia, they are masters like... Definitely. They are Definitely. Yeah, super yeah. good with production. Yeah. Super yep. high level with it. So, Well, you pay, you get what you pay. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, so, okay, we all know you're passionate about music. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that. Uh, this is what gives you wings every day. You get up for sure. Uh, how important do you think is to love what you do? Mm. Whatever that is. Yeah, it's important because... Uh, uh, loving what you do um, makes you feel with the feet on the ground mm-hmm. you know it's like you need to touch love so when you love music you need to touch the music and makes you feel good you feel just good and then if uh, is when I started with this it was just a passion mm-hmm. it was just a it was just a passion for me and then it became my became my job because uh, it was like or, as you said before organic <laughs> was something supernatural and it happened. If you don't do things without passion or love, better change. Do you think it's like wasting your time? Mm, well, sometimes not. Sometimes not because you can make it become like a business, mm-hmm. but you know that it's like that. But it's not forever. Mm-hmm. A passion is forever. Mm-hmm. If you like something, you're gonna like it forever. So yeah. if you like sea, or ocean, you're gonna love ocean forever. It's not gonna be just for a couple of years. And yep. the same with the music. And f- for people like me that I grown like with music in my house since I was two years old or one year old, for me, music is part of the, the day. Yes, I have to say now that uh, when I play, then I, I like to stay in silence for a couple of days. <laughs> I don't wanna listen to anything. <laughs> but this is normal, it's just yes, about- Yes, it is. <laughs> the after the shows, it happens. Yeah. Okay, um, Vanya, can you play this video that I sent you? Oops. Happy holidays. Cheers. No, so, come on. Did you succeed in buying Ferrari? Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> Cheers. We are going to introduce Cheers. now this project. No? <laughs> I'm going to take the Ferrari and I'm going to be back. Year, like seeing year, I'm gonna be part of next year championship <laughs> Formula One with that uh, car. <laughs> 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 so don't miss my my performance next year. I will be with Hamilton, and uh, no, that was me. I'm joking. I'm kidding. <laughs> Put that it was me being bored at home, just trying to COVID. do some content <laughs> yeah. in a funny way for make people a little bit, a little bit sorry, smile just mm. with that. Then I lost also my, my followers. Yeah, no, my followers, no followers, no <laughs> followers, no. I lost my, how can I say, my excitement. 
I was not anymore excited. I did like a couple of series, not more. Mm. I did like like a couple of weeks of this. And then I decided, okay, you know what, I'll stop it now. <laughs> because the situation was getting really serious. And then mm -hmm. I get it and mm -hmm. I said, okay. Oh, shit. But I got the point. You wanted to cheer everyone. Up, yeah, I wanted you know. just to create yeah. content, different content. Because I like to, I, I'm like, I don't want to say stupid. I'm a fun. I like you to, are fun and yeah, you're positive. I like to joke. So. I like to, I mean, life is, serious life is not for me. Because... All the time I say the best people is people that grown, become adult, and still keep inside the mm -hmm. um, the, uh, the dreamy, the childish uh -huh. dreamy part. Mm -hmm. Because a child dreams, an adult not, doesn't dream anymore. Mm -hmm. So when not you can dream way. with 40 or 45 years, mm -hmm. that's the best that you can do. Mm -hmm. So that's what I really want to achieve. I'm trying all the time, but it's not easy because life is... Uh, life is not easy. <laughs> yeah, life is like... Uh, life, is, is. life is all the time changing. Life is bringing you like every day a new task and you have mm -hmm. to be prepared mm -hmm. and accept it or not accept it. So mm -hmm. that's just me being stupid and silly in a good but way. But it was fun. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> in a good way. Okay. So uh, do you like playing in nature, small club or at the festival more? And why? <laughs> More. So More. I love, I don't know, maybe there is a, it's about like uh, seasons. <laughs> I'm, I like the, the fashion world now. Like in the winter, I prefer like uh, in the winter clubs are clubs. the best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I really feel the energy. I, feel, I think all the time I say when, when like a person is getting inside the club, he's leaving a cloud on top of him. So when you get there, you can feel the energy of everyone. Everybody has a kind of thunder So you, it's like the energy is super high. There is electricity everywhere. But in the summer, I prefer like festivals or a nature place. And the approach is different. And uh, it's nice because every time you try to, to, uh, to put out from which, uh, each venue the best part of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, for me, winter is for clubs and summer for nature and festivals. Mm -hmm. But also clubs in the summer, there are open-air clubs. Oh, so yeah. so yeah. Uh, that's, that's the way. So. Okay. You did not answer on my question. Yeah, <laughs> because okay. I don't, I prefer, I come from clubs. I prefer clubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I prefer clubs. Yeah. But I don't know, the, the nature, when you like playing at six in the morning and you see the sun coming up mm -hmm. is a great experience. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to lie. I'm just telling you everything. But you like more sunrise or sunset? Like day or night parties? No, they both actually both. depends. Yeah, depends. Depends from the from my from what I want that day. Mm -hmm. Depends. Mm -hmm. The morning ones are super cool, but I prefer also. I like also the sunset ones. Mm -hmm. I like the daytime parties until midnight, 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. They are super nice yeah. because it gives you the chance also to decide what to do afterwards or mm -hmm. you know, if you are already done with it, you can go back home yeah. and you had fun. But I really like also the parties with the sunrise because the mood of people is changing. I say all the time there is so much energy because you are shifting a day <laughs> exactly with the sunrise. So mm -hmm. the energy is super high. Mm -hmm. It is changing, it's transforming in a new day. And that's the interesting part of the sunrise parties. Okay, I agree. Um, so I realized that you're a MotoGP fan. Yeah. <laughs> And you also ride a bike. Mm. Okay, so well, more before more now. 
poor, no, poor me. Point. No, in Ibiza, the, the streets are really bad for it. Ah, uh, yeah. No, you can, it's dangerous because there is mm-hmm. so many people, like mm-hmm. crazy drivers, crazy, sorry, crazy drivers, and mm-hmm. you won't like risk your life for anything. And before, much yeah, more. Yeah, super crazy, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, this is actually nothing strange because you're Italian. <laughs> so as a huge MotoGP fan, I need to ask you, who is your favorite rider? Favorite? Only one? You can name how many you want, if you want more. Uh, well, if I say Valentino is always the same. Don't be so obvious. <laughs> no, no, Morbidelli, I like Morbidelli, Franco. Mm-hmm. Super good. I like also like other people. I don't know, I can say, I can tell you more, you know, because as a, it's like, no, I'm really passionate about, I really, I'm really, a, a big follower of it so uh, sometimes I really like some parts of this rider other times of the, uh, this rider I like Pecco Bagnaia not because they are Italian because yeah because they are Italians <laughs> <laughs> no because um, because they are the, the young people that I want to really push I really like also uh, Fabio Quartararo the French guy is super good he changed his brain this year. Last year he was a little bit weak because mentally he was not prepared. Mm-hmm. This year he has a strong mind and he's really smashing it. And Marquez, I have to say, Marquez, <laughs> let's speak about Marquez. <laughs> I just For wanted to Spanish ask you about friends, you. <laughs> I really like Mark as a, dry, as a rider, okay? Mark is a, is a phenomenon, like an out outstanding rider. But I didn't like some kind of things that happened, not with Valentino, because... When you say you are a follower, you are a huge fan of Valentino, and then in the, on the track, you can kill him. I understand that we are fighting, but with a bit of respect, you know. Okay. And he didn't care, he didn't care about anything because uh, he was coming from winning three or four championships in a row. He was, I'm not saying, he's, a, he's really good. Now, unfortunately, he got injured like last year. But I think he will be back also, he will be back. It's just a question of a matter of time, yeah, yeah. Let's hope. But yeah, you are a huge follower of him, no? You I'm like a huge him. follower of Mark yeah? Marquez, yeah. So this you like why. people with elbow and touching the, the asphalt. Uh, he is crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. He is crazy with that. I mean, I mean you know, yeah, he brought, he brought the, the... I like people who are crazy passionate. I'm not saying other writers are not yeah, passionate he's, uh, about him, but mad. he's crazy, literally crazy. He's, he's crazy for cups. He wants to win everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he, he doesn't just, care, he you know. He burn everything. Yeah. And I have to say, Mark had... Uh, I have to admit this, he changed the way of, of riding mm-hmm. the motorbikes. Mm-hmm. The body outside, the body mm-hmm. touching the, like the floor, the asphalt. He, because he's also not so uh, like tall. Mm-hmm. And he is, sorry, he's like um, a kind of monkey, I say, on a motorbike. <laughs> and that's super nice because the motorbikes at 280 horsepower is a monster. That motorbikes are like a prototype, it's like the crazier thing ever. And he's still there with 60 kilos trying to... <laughs> and sometimes he went, uh, he, fall, uh, he fell down so many times. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, last year happened what happened. Because he's all the time pushing the limits. He's yeah. all the time trying to go yeah. on the limits. And, and unfortunately, I mean, we, it didn't work last year. We all know that it's most probably it's going to happen someday. So it happened. Yeah, exactly. I think he also... So. He, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he didn't think about it. He just was... No, when he, he goes on the fucking track, yeah, he's, he's like, okay, let's yeah. push. Gas. Throttle 100%. Literally. And about Valentino, as I say, I don't know want to say anything because he tell me about Valentino brought this sport to the next level. Thanks to him, there is a huge attention now on MotoGP than mm-hmm. 15 years ago. 15 years ago, I remember, was on the fourth channel. 
now he's on Sky, he's on the biggest platforms, on mm-hmm. that zone, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Because Valentino make it a big business. And also the MotoGP, like, uh, federation knows that. For that, I think they are pushing him, like, stay, please don't retire, because otherwise you're going to lose, like, 50 millions per year. Because he's bringing a lot of sponsors, he's bringing a lot of attention, he's bringing a lot of... People like him because how he is, you know, even if he's not winning since 10 years. People like to have Valentino there. But I think for himself now, finishing 15 on the grid is like, nah. Maybe next year, I don't know if you're going to see Yeah, we always say maybe next year, but that next year doesn't think happen. So. I don't know. Ah. Now he will tell something next week. Let's mm. see. Okay, let's get back to music. I mean, okay. I'm gonna, I need to mention this because you also like Formula One. But the interesting fact is that you played at the official Formula One party at Singapore. Yes, uh, I remember when Tel Aviv, it was. Marina Bay Sands, I think was the name. And I think it was the same place where Circle event happened a few months after. With Martinez Brothers. With Martinez yeah. Brothers. Yeah, 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 the same. It's like a boat, the boat. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boat building. Yeah, it's, it's yeah it was like, it was more a fancy event. Mm-hmm. You know, playing for uh, this kind of event is mm-hmm. fancy. But it was nice because um, I had the chance to see the, the race and all these things. So it was super nice. Nice event, but they are not like my favorite events. But it was super nice because I was, I think I was uh, doing a tour. I stopped by because I was, I don't know, going to Bali or something like that. And it was nice, you know, being involved in uh, in this kind of project. And it's not like, um, it was more fancy. You can see, you know, it's like Formula One. It's mm-hmm. the, the elite sports. For that, I prefer more MotoGP because it's more raw. It's more like, mm-hmm. you know, I like mm-hmm. wild. There is not so much blah, blah, blah around. No, just gas and let's go. <laughs> and people break, breaking bones and everything because they are, they are lovers. They are passionate with what they do. Now Formula One is became a little bit because the car is is better than the other one because the Mercedes is spending 400 millions per year, Ferrari also 400 and they are they are Red Bull and it's just about money mm. actually. It's the, Everything it's goes. not the Formula One of 25 years ago or 30, you know, when mm-hmm. they were really <laughs> killing each other because more or less the cars they were on the same level, you know. I think this is what happens with every industry. So the yeah, music exactly. is the same. So yeah. Yeah, but MotoGP gives me more that is possible. You mm-hmm. know, when you see the Aprilia, mm-hmm. that is the mm-hmm. outsider motorbikes being the fourth, I'm with Alexia Spargaro, that is, mm-hmm. I said, let's go, let's go. You know, you want to, you know what I mean? It's like, you can, you can see all the time, like, I don't know, us, us like a Formula One car in the first grid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. impossible. No. With MotoGP, it's possible. Sometimes because the grip with the tires, it uh, works better the the motor bike on some kind of track and so they are you know it's super nice because it's um, unpredictable mm-hmm. that's that's true this is why I like it as well <laughs> okay so do you have some other passions besides music obviously and MotoGP passions yeah I saw that you like skiing snowboarding actually not, I'm not a really big big fan no, no. but you did you did <laughs> yeah more like uh, I did it by I let I I put it apart because I'm scared to destroy my my legs and oh. it's super dangerous. I prefer to do like sometimes, you know, I started with the kite surf, with wakeboard, mm-hmm. with I like the sea, I like the ocean, and so mm-hmm. I, the ocean, mm-hmm. I like to be in the water. Mm-hmm. So that's my passion, the water, the sea, I have the passion, the animals, I love animals, super. Actually, I tried to bring like in my house a donkey last year. What? <laughs> 
Yeah. I have so many landers. Uh, he can be perfectly here by donkey. <laughs> but why donkey? Because I like donkey. <laughs> okay. They are super sweet, Fair super enough. nice. <laughs> with two sheep around him. Can you imagine me? Well, maybe on Ibiza if you have a... And call him Rambo. Rambo. Like Sylvester Stallone. Right. <laughs> Rambo. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I also know that you're seriously working on raising awareness and respect for our planet. Yeah. Collaborating with Bioplastic. Bio mm -hmm. And how do you actually do this? What way you plan to influence other people to do the same? You know what I think? Uh, I don't want to lie about this. We have to be conscious that I, want, I do also because I need to do it. As you need to do it, as everyone needs to do it. But together we can do it. Mm -hmm. If I just do by myself, I'm helping because I'm influencing a little part of person in the mm -hmm. world. But it's not going to be really game changing. I mm -hmm. think government should be really supporting with big campaign, mm -hmm. with uh, sports, with advertisement, really putting in the brain of the child that respect the nature, don't throw like uh, papers on the street, or I don't know, be respectful for the environment. It's something that they are going to get back in years. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, we are living in a crazy society, f running fast all the time and people sometimes, they say, we don't have time for stopping and thinking about this, but you have time, motherfucker. That's true. Because we you are on the phone every day, nine hours, you know what I mean? Just take 15 minutes for, yeah. from inform yourself and read about uh, articles and get mm -hmm. inform mm -hmm. informed about what's going on in the world. I think we are all doing the same thing. I can say this for myself as well. And sometimes I'm asking myself, okay, why don't you do something? You can do it. You don't have to change literally everything, but start from one simple thing and it can lead to a lot more. Yeah. But for example, I'm going to tell you something funny. Like when I did the interview for DJ World 2018, they asked me, what mm -hmm. do you think could be a good way? A small tip. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A little tip. And I said, when you go to the supermarket, buying like veggies or whatever, mm -hmm. just don't use the bag because it's a plastic mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And last year, I saw that they put the organic the organic bags for the, the fruit and veggies. I was like, look, sorry, <laughs> look, it's working. And I felt super proud because, not because me, because I was, uh, my idea was right. You know, I, I saw it like coming and it worked out. So now I, that I see these organic uh, bags for buying veggies or fruits, I feel super proud. Every time I see them, I want to just <laughs> take more because they are done with potatoes, like um, skin. No, sorry. Yeah. With the skin of potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Oh. They are super organic. Yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this was supposed to be like a downed memory lane or blast from the past thing, but I didn't find that one picture I wanted. With me with the guitar. I read you play the guitar for 10 years when you were a kid. Yeah, I started playing guitar when with nine years old and I stopped with 18 mm -hmm. uh, academically. So I was uh, really that, you know, the nice guy, the nice boy. <laughs> with the suit going to the uh, like the end of the year concert showing your father hey mama i learned this year this and this you know we're like showing up showing off sorry what i learned during the year and i really like to study guitar because uh, it's about discipline gives you timings gives you rules mm -hmm. every day two hours and that was super nice but then you know when you become when you grow up mm -hmm. the brain is changing you just start following different things 
you get passionate with other things and then unfortunately I left like play but I still play sometimes you know I'm just for train my fingers but but you also I think play a piano a little bit a little bit no, but really serious, barely but no, yeah, no but really barely I mean, it's about musicality when you have musicality mm-hmm. like uh, in your brain mm-hmm. you can play every it's like languages when you are good learning languages yeah. you you can learn five six seven eight languages mm-hmm. if you start like uh, learning a couple of instruments you can learn five six instruments because you are your brain is already trained for uh, understanding how it works mm-hmm. so you can feel you can feel that you know already what's going on with the instrument I know I'm not gonna play the arpa or I don't know horns. They are super dif- different. But if like something like piano, guitar, more or less, it's about math. Mm-hmm. It's about my numbers. It's the numbers. I see instruments like numbers. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Because I see numbers. <laughs> you see numbers. <laughs> I see numbers. I look like a beautiful mind, like Russell Crowe, the crazy guy. Or Matrix, no. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> So I also read that you grew up listening to rock bands like Led Zeppelin, for example. And this is actually the second thing we are like. And I think this is thanks to our parents, I guess. Yeah, my father. Uh, do you miss that music nowadays? Or do you think everything goes as it should? No, they, these bands, they're not going to go back. They are not going to go back. Mm-mm. No. I know, but do you miss that sound? Do you miss I sure it? I missed. I missed, but it's so nice that for the fact that you miss it you're just gonna listen to them and Mm -hmm. it brings you a big breath Mm -hmm. of fresh air because you say he's still there nobody's stealing that you know and what i like about these big bands like led zeppelin deep purple uh uh, i don't know like acdc uh, or foo fighters or uh, also nirvana which i just Mm -hmm. did one album i was super interesting depeche mode massive attack uh all these kind of artists they they did something new what you were speaking after uh, before about it you know they these people really create sounds yeah. they yeah. created sounds from the scratch yeah. like Giorgio Moroder you know he mm-hmm. was creating a new era and he created it so if you do something like him you are just on his patterns you are not going to do something new by yourself mm-hmm. there is already or like um, craft work or you know they they were like they are legends because they had the mind to see already was we're gonna work in the next five six ten years visionary people this band so my father was a was a it's like a crazy for the music he brought me from the rock until the funky Artwin on Fire, Crownets Affair, George Benson also the also the Jackson 5 super cool record uh, so many artists of that and I was in between of the rock and in between then funky and when I was young and then uh, my favorite bands ever is The Cure with Robert Smith yeah my first album that my father gave to me when 91 with three uh, three years and a half or something like that was uh, Disintegration uh-huh. double LP yeah, LP from The Cure he brought me that from from London from UK nice yeah super nice and for that i love them i love the cure and i just discovered in the same agency i'm in my same agency is representing the cure for the concert just last year i said wow i called my agent hey, you know what i need to go to the next concert in the backstage and everything i want to meet robert smith because for me it's like it's different as you say these are there are their kind of like bands that are they're unique mm-hmm. everlasting 
when you also listen to the sounds, mm-hmm. you can, the Depeche Mood, for example, The Cure, you just close your eyes, you push play, and you can say The Cure, mm-hmm. Depeche Mood, Rolling Stones. Completely That's true. It. Completely true. And it's not going to happen again, for sure. <laughs> Unfortunately. There are, some, there are some nice, interesting But now bands and uh, artists, mm-hmm. super technically vocals and... Mm-hmm. and But it's not like that, the way they were living. The real rockers, like Lemmy from Motorhead, they were people mm-hmm. fucking crazy. They were people burning like at the fourth floor of an hotel and calling the manager afterwards. Hey, dude, I, we burned like the fourth floor of the hotel. You have to pay 100,000 euros or 100,000 dollars because we destroyed everything. You know, they were like, wow, rock star life. That was really rock star life. Yeah. People that didn't care about anything. Yes. <laughs> Just touring, destroying, party and playing and make people crazy with their music. It's just now there's not anymore like that I think it was different completely different mindset and yeah. you know Black Sabbath <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> right. Led, like also Pink Floyd Pink mm, Floyd when I you listen to Pink it. Floyd is a trademark I think there is somewhere a vinyl you know that a couple of uh, vinyls you know actually. that I'm gonna take, give you information I don't know if you if you like to know this mm. but I think yes the designer of the um, the famous album the dark side of moon uh-huh, uh-huh. the designer of the artwork yeah, 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 is uh-huh. living in formentera seriously since 40 years yeah oh wow oh the guy that was designing all the artwork from pink floyd is there since many nice. years yeah <laughs> it's fun you know okay so i heard that you're a vinyl collector so what records can we find at your place Well, now not anymore. I used to. I have so many in Italy. Now in Ibiza, I have not so much. I have 500 maybe mm-hmm. in Ibiza, but it's just music that I like to listen to. So I have from Edith Piaf, from uh, super old record, um, Italian record from 50s. And then I go to Louis Armstrong, Jazz in US. I have like super various mix of vinyls because... It's super funny that I have se- the selection that I have is about mood. It's not about genres. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to say chill. Or, uh, I feel good. I want to feel better. <laughs> it's like I have violence in that kind of sections. And uh, yeah, you can find everything. You can find apparat. You can find moderat. You can find bicep. You can find the pesh mood. You can find the cure. You can wow. find Pink Floyd. You can find so many different things from also jazz, blues, Um, indie jazz, electro jazz. There is, oh, wow. yeah, there are super nice, interesting artists from New York City now making like electronic music with jazz inside. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. Wow. The nice thing of vinyl is that there is people that doesn't care about digital stuff. So you can really find something really special in, mm-hmm. in vinyls, but you need also to stay on it. And sometimes you don't have the time for it. That's completely true, actually. Yeah. All right, um, right now we're gonna play a game. Game? Yes. <laughs> Not that kind of game. <laughs> uh, it's called The Truth, simple. The, the truth. truth. Yeah, it's not, it, we're not gonna play Truth and Dare, or Dare. We're gonna play only Truth. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, thank you. Ah, wow, this is nice. Yes. Que bonito. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, over here. I'm gonna show you seven numbers. And uh, behind every number, there is one question hidden. Okay. And you're gonna pick three out of seven. And I'm gonna reveal those questions. And you're gonna answer those questions. Uh, one by one, or I can One by one. Okay, so. I mean, whatever. 
the, my favorite name, a number, sorry, the three. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, okay. So you have uh, great dance moves. Where yeah. did you learn that? I didn't learn. <laughs> so it came naturally. Yeah, it's natural. <laughs> it's natural. I just, uh, I just try to float in the music. To fl so, yeah, float in the music, exactly. Like on, in the water. That's good. I like to shake. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right, next number. Dance move. So now let's try with uh, six. Six? Yeah. Uh -huh. How long does it take for you to style your hair? <laughs> um, I have longer since 2007. Okay. I started growing them. And then I cut them also last year in October because I donated them to the cancer. Mm -hmm. They did a couple of weeks with my hair for the breasting cancer. Mm -hmm. I decided to, to do something nice. I think we, we all should do that if you have the chance. And they are already longer now, so I think I'm gonna donate them also next year. If I can do it once per year, it's amazing. Wow. And uh, yeah, actually I had the whole time the bun. And now I don't know, I don't feel comfy anymore. I just, I'm, I don't know, because they were stretching too much, I had a headache with it. So now I'm relaxed, I have my, my hair on the back, but like an old football player. But it's good, <laughs> I mean, how much time do you spend you know styling your yeah hair. sometimes it's like a pain in the ass you, you know, know washing what, you know, and i a, know as a girl you know what it means you know <laughs> okay. i lost like i lose 30 minutes in general oh, that's okay it's okay it's i don't okay. need to to use a like special tricks straightener or curler just the conditioner and a good shampoo that's it okay okay uh, let's go with the, the, the last one? one the first one let's the go with first the one. one yeah Oh, what? When was the last time you lied? Uh -huh. Lied. <laughs> Be careful right now. <laughs> no, why? <laughs> lied. Uh, I don't remember now because sometimes. I remember. <laughs> what? No, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> uh, you lied yesterday when I asked you how how old are you. <laughs> <laughs> for one year, yeah, but I, because I, uh, the, con <laughs> the condition were not really. Um, I when I lied, lied. I think we can lie every day also, but for for like Don't say that. yeah, but for for stupid thing, you say, "Mama, I'll call you later," and you are maybe you know what I think. Okay. If you say about that lying, Mama is calling, and I say, "Mama, sorry, I'm in a rush." And maybe you are not just just to don't want to speak, you know. Mm, I mean, true. lies. There are different kind of lies you know big lies i don't try to do big lies you know why because a big lie is coming back to you mm -hmm. in a way or another so it's better to be clear and say things on the face for that uh, people calls me sometimes you have no filter because i say all the time the real things as they are sometimes you like it sometimes you don't like it but i prefer this than lie uh, me too what do you think me too it's really i don't feel comfy like elaborating mm -hmm. An history just for uh, going outside or around the problem. Mm -hmm. No, just better mm -hmm. to treat straight, the problem you know, and treat it. it. Yeah. yeah, solve it, fix it, or yeah. other uh, kind of solutions. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm curious, what was the first track that got you in electronic music, and why do you think it happened? The first track. First track, and when was it? That I that I heard that I listened. That you to. heard and that uh, you fell in love uh, with the electronic music. Wow. 
I think it was uh, Silicon Soul Lady Science 2001. Mm-hmm. With Interesting. Yeah. 2001, okay. Yeah, I think it was 2001. Silicon Soul. We can play it, maybe. No, I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, we cannot. <laughs> I know, but it's a super nice track because it's a dreamy track and uh, it's never... It's super nice because uh, I like... I liked of the track. You know what I liked of the track? That mm-hmm. is uh, 12 minutes uh, long, so super long record. Mm-hmm. But inside changes three times, so it's like to have three tracks in one. And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> but I have to tell you, the first time I heard electronic like influences was also with uh, the Genesis, with the Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. When I was all the time, I had electronic music around me. You know, maybe. Uh, music done from DJ, maybe. I can tell you, yeah, Silicon Soul 2001, because mm-hmm. they were DJ and producer. Yeah, but also also The Cure or Massive Attack, a super electronic influence, influ- influences inside. So that's, okay. that's my track, yes. That sounds good. Okay, but it was like 20 years ago, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, okay, I know your father is responsible uh, also for that funky soul you said before uh why did we hear in your production do you think this is what makes you different maybe than other artists if we talk about production mm, i don't know the background is really important what i want to say what when people ask to me when i get like uh, asked um what what would be what could be like your tip for the new generations for mm-hmm. the guy that has 20 years or is starting to learn, to really listen what what happened until now, you know, what really are the basis to become uh, keen and uh, interested with what happens before us. So when you have more information, you can elaborate your own information. Is it like a, I was not the guy that I'm ni- now, sorry, with music wise, bec- like five or six years ago. We are evolving all the time because music is like, uh, I say all the time, a father and a mother that is telling you something every day. So it's changing, modify your brain, and you are just taking what you like from it. So music is influencing you every day in life. And this is a nice thing. And when you realize that you are there and you really like that kind of uh, style or like a uh, way of making music, just push. Then you have to push the button and just go deeper and stronger. Because you can feel comfortable. You can really produce music when you are not comfort- comfortable with that, you know. That's really important. So study. Study and learn and listen to many music. And then you will, will get your brain super trained and super like used to be open to receive more information. Mm-hmm. That's that, really that's important. That's a good advice. That's a good advice for young people entering the the industry, this crazy industry. Uh, so what can we see on Alex Ryder list? Rider? Yeah. <laughs> well, you like, a, like a technical rider? Or? No, technical rider. <laughs> uh, water, Fanta, Sprite and water. No, I'm joking. Uh, depends, you know why? You know what? I'm not really... Well, I like Everybody likes tequila. Tequila is good. But in the rider there is, I think, tequila and the, I think there is vodka too. Mm, so but it's both. not for me, you know why? Because so many people like, uh, uh, no, I, I like for people, friends that are coming. Mm-hmm. So if you want 
vodka or gin tonic we can we have different bottles for everyone so mm-hmm. you can be <laughs> you can be welcome to to stay with me and spend your time with, with me i mean if you are friends of mine i mean everybody likes to make people feel comfy mm-hmm. by my rider i think there is yeah tequila or and then or tequila and vodka i guess mm-hmm. with the twin set and other like soft drinks Nice and water, choice. a lot of water and a few beers. Because there is still people that likes beers in the party. Oh, okay. There is people that just drink beer. And beers. there is drink. whiskey. <laughs> sure. Yeah, whiskey. No, whiskey. I have a friend of mine, actually. <laughs> Cesare. <laughs> okay. Cesare, yeah, Cesare is a friend of mine. He's like, he loves whiskey. He's, he's whiskey lover. And... When you know this is coming, you have to prepare the bottle of whiskey, black label for him, mm. Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. We start calling me, calling him like just at a black label. <laughs> 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 it's a fo- so funny guy. Okay, a good choice for sure. Um, okay, do you have some rituals before or after the gig? No, I'm not like Nadal. <laughs> <gasps> Maybe relaxing, I don't know. No, actually, you know what? I don't like the big uh, weight. Uh-huh. I don't like to wait too much. Mm-hmm. I like to just let's go maximum two three hours mm-hmm. before I for example I'm a person I can't sleep I can't rest before I'm not a person that can sleep in the afternoon I don't know why I can't wow it's impossible for me to get some nap nap You're like or, a nervous or no because I also when I'm not playing I mean in general I uh-huh, can't really uh-huh. sleep in the afternoon I can sleep maybe if I'm destroyed because mm-hmm. I did sport or whatever yeah. but normally in general like I never feel the, to have, like when in Spain they say, una siesta, the nap in the afternoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never. Okay. So no rituals, no rituals at all. I just, I need to feel comfy in the DJ booth. It's funny because, you know what, I think every artist has his own way. So you start taking the measure, the measure, sorry, and you start understanding in five seconds, you make it feel comfortable to yourself. When you can do it, you know, so that's, that's the good thing. But about Rilia, rituals, nothing, no rituals. Okay. Okay. I needed to ask. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you say you never prepare your DJ set. Mm. I, but I, as I said this at the beginning, I really bow to that because if it's true, it's super amazing. I don't know a lot of artists that yeah, most of people prepare do themselves. this. Well, you know what? I don't prepare the, um, the, the track list. No. Mm-hmm. What I prepare is a bounce of records. I, I download like, oh, I, I select a bounce of records, promos and music that I get. And I put everything in a, in a folder. And then in the moment, I will see what's going on. I'm not the kind of people that is preparing number one, two, three, because everything is gonna be amazing, no. Sometimes the amazing, the amazing journey is because you are just feeling what you're doing. Also, if you see, sometimes you can say no because if I prepared some like the set, it's easier because you know more or less how to move your set up and down. But you can do the same uh, just like that, and it's amazing because a DJ is a selector too, you know. And uh, for me, it's really important to select the music in the moment. Mm-hmm. I know more or less the idea. I have the idea of the music that I got in my folders, but. I don't know which one I'm gonna play. Mm-hmm. So it's just about the moment. And for the sure, reaction. if I exactly. No, but also if I have to play, maybe for sure, if I have to play a festival, I have other kind of music. You know, 
it's different folder, but I'm not gonna have the, the track list done. No, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna have different music and different uh, like folders. Mm-hmm. But more or less, I don't prepare and I don't like it. That's that. That's good. Maybe really? one day I will change it. I don't mind at the moment. Still not. But did you do this, uh, you know, from the beginning or? Yeah, yeah, always, always, always. always. Oh, I never that's prepared. Interesting. Never, never prepared the set. Oh. Never. I download music. Yes. Um, I download music or I select music or f- people, guys that send me demos or whatever. And then I choose my music um, compared to the what I'm going to do, you know, in the show. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really track listing, tra- preparing a track list. No, never. Okay. Uh, so we all know what we miss uh, during this pandemic, speaking of parties, festivals, and so on and so on. And also, this means for you artists, I, we all know that. But what is that one thing or a couple of things, I don't know, uh, that you don't miss being on tour? I don't miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, wow, should, nice there should be something, I guess. <laughs> wow, this is mm, that I don't miss. That you don't miss. For sure, n- not everything is perfect. Maybe the long waits in the airport. Oh, yeah. The long waits in the airport, where you, or maybe when you have to take a connection flight after you are destroyed. I, I know I have friends, artists, that they are super good at it. They can play and then go back in the airplane super quick. I really invite them because they are super strong. <laughs> For me, actually, no, I, I need to reset a little bit like the, the body and at least, at least take a few hours of... Mm-hmm. sleep and then get back to <laughs> to the lights you know yeah because okay. um yeah when you stand like six seven hours or ten hours uh, it's like yeah it's crazy it's crazy but it's part of if you are spend, sometimes you don't even you, you don't notice because it's just having good time and you're just mm-hmm. oh sorry what time? you're not even watch the, the like the phone or the watch you're just Speaking with people, with friends, uh, just mm-hmm. connecting, networking, and before and after the set. So that's really nice. Mm. Okay. So I miss, yeah, I miss these kind of times that you lose, lose. that mm-hmm. you lose. I don't miss that. Okay. But what was the craziest crowd that crowd. you met? Yeah. The craziest. The craziest. Um. The craziest, oops, there are so many crazy. In UK, they are crazy. Mm-hmm. In Romania, they are crazy. When I played Sound Waves, Delirio. I say Delirio. Sound Waves was incredible. Also in Switzerland, I think, also in Spain, Italy, it's like, uh, also French people now, I'm thinking about everything, <laughs> Germany. No, every, depends where you play. It depends which kind of crowd is you know mm-hmm. you i think every country has the same kind of connected crowd depends always from the event that you are playing if you are in the right event the the, the, the crowd is crazy anyway mm-hmm. so also dutch people and belgian people they are super passionate about music it's about it's about the vibes there is no like uh, maybe south america in south america they are this is what i wanted passionate. to ask you wow they are super crazy in south yeah. america <laughs> everyone says that south america is <laughs> like uh, sorry like really Sylvester uh, <laughs> stallone <laughs> they are going to to the war when they go to in a good way i mean not in a bad way they are prepared for everything in south america that's super that's nice that's true okay um so what edm genres do you listen to besides the ones you EDM make electronic, electronic dance music yeah <laughs> 
because everything is electronic dance music, you know, love it, like it or not. Yeah. I mean, if you like the name. I don't like that name, not to be honest. EDM. But basically, it's the same. Actually, it's funny because now EDM is getting closer to like electronic music, house, techno, mm -hmm. and indie dance uh, records. You can see also huge artists of DDM getting closer to our kind of sound because you know what kind of like, sounds like Solomon mm -hmm. or Black Coffee or you know or I don't know these kind of sounds now they are super big and they are getting commercial because you want or you don't want when you're exposed to the big crowd you are doing something for too much, so many people. It's not like a Zip playing in Robert Johnson for 300 people or, I don't know, the party in Romania, super underground with 150 person. No, when you are, like, uh, connected and uh, playing for a big crowd, you are already getting closer to the commercial. But yeah. commercial doesn't mean that it's bad. Commercial doesn't mean that you are doing things for a bigger audience. Exactly. Uh, so... In the end, commercial doesn't exist. Like underground doesn't exist anymore. It's just mm -hmm. a mix of everything. Mm -hmm. It's just about doing things in the right way. That's what I think. And for the right crowd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right crowd yeah. and uh, select your uh, your people. Mm. So what you wanna what you wanna do? You can be like a chicken without a head, you know, just running around mm. <laughs> like a crazy. And you need nothing. to focus on something yeah. that you think is gonna work out for you, but you have to feel mm -hmm. comfy with it. Mm -hmm. So um, I like uh, I can like everything. For example, there is a track that I really like now from Fortet and Skrillex. Uh huh. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, Butterflies. I think it's called Super Nice. No. So Skrillex and Fortet. That's oof, okay. <laughs> yeah, huge. They are huge artists. They are well, super. I, I know, respect. I respect uh, Skrillex is a genius for me. I'm not a super fan of that kind. Yeah, of, I know, but, you know, but a, no, I don't see him mm. for the sound. I see him for the skills. Mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. incredible. Like He's, every artist, okay, that's logical. Like yeah, like Calvin Harris. Maybe mm -hmm. I. Calvin is like a pop star. He's mm. a huge artist. Mm -hmm. He's a huge uh, DJ. He's not like we're not speaking about uh, DJs. We're speaking about pop stars and superstars. But he's a really monster in the studio, you know. Mm -hmm. So we have to give uh, to the people that really deserve where they are the the chapeau and like take off the head. Uh, say, yeah, you're there because you deserve to be there. Mm -hmm. Even if I don't like uh, some of your work, or I like most of them. You have to be respectful and fair with uh, with this kind of. Even if I don't like a genre, I can say that's amazing. That's really a great job. The production is incredible, you know, that's a good, good thing. Because, you know, I think artists, most of us, you know we, we know, we don't hear the music. We are listening to the music in a different approach. We listen about technicals, like uh, things inside, sounds, percussion, how they are being worked, uh, the, like the arrangements. We are, we are already like that. We are just mm -hmm. technically, we are listening to the music like in a technically way. And that is the good thing, the good and the bad things, because sometimes you don't really enjoy a record. You're just there analyzing a record. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. And on not every record is a good record, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, as everything in life. As <laughs> not everything is good. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, so, do you think... Uh, I just actually received today the information about the situation in the Netherlands. What Speaking happened? of... Well, I think... Uh, Croatia. No, 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 Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, yeah, uh, they are under this, I don't know, 
regulations under 14th August, they cannot do anything. But after that date, they can organize smaller events for one day, not, not the, you know, for a couple of days in a row. Uh, and they can organize it only for 750 people. Like, why do you even organize it? 750? 750 one million people. almost. <laughs> no, 750 people. Ah, 700. 750 no, I thought 700. No, no, no. 750 people. Like, they can just do that kind of... That but only, it's from today, that. the new... Because I, the, the last information I had from Netherlands was... No, no, was it's from today. I was expecting because I have a lot of friends over there and uh, one of those friends told me that they need to receive the final... Uh, information regarding this uh, today so I asked him and he told me this is the case so I have no and this, idea it's gonna stay like that for the whole summer yeah for sure I don't because we, the we, information we I had know. about them it was that they were opening full in the first of September mm. so now they're gonna open 15 days before by 700 person and, but wow. this is only for one day festivals you know, I don't know but what happens. 700 people, really? You can put yeah. more than 700? No, not more than that. But I don't know what happens if they organize something uh, for a lot more days in a row. Because there is a lot of, you know, events or <laughs> that were supposed to happen after this date. For example, I don't know what's going to happen with Amsterdam Dance event. And I really don't know. But if it happens, are we going to see you there? No, we don't have, I don't have anything now booked in there mm -hmm. because the party this year, there are super few parties and they are doing just parties that like uh, are worked out since many years there. So like Kolsch is doing his stage, Joris Vornadi from there, he has his own stage. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be really big. Uh, I don't know, I really hope it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen because ADA is always a nice moment in our, uh, for us to meet. Like, but in this way, maybe, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be there. I have played their Awakenings two years ago for ADA and it was incredible. And it's so sad that now everything is changed. You know what I'm really concerned about it is like, now I'm going I'm to do it like the melancholic moment. No. It's about, no, it's about that. I don't know if people is going to get back to what we were before. I mean, me, people uh, will be more attracted from music. I can feel that. But less people, maybe. So you can, it will be people that really will choose to go to the party. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I hope that the new generation, they will be focused on it. They not just let it go. Because when you don't, when you don't listen about something for two, three years... Mm. It becomes a Spotify uh, like uh, matter. It's yeah. not about parties and culture, uh, club culture, mm -hmm. like maybe they can have in German because it's it's like that since so many years. You know, I really hope that the new generation will be interested in learning what's going on, what is this kind of culture, why is that going on, and why that uh, the other thing. You know, mm -hmm. let's see. I'm really we will see in the next years what what happens in US now. For example, they are already full gas. And U.S. is now with the U.K. They are the countries where they are doing huge festivals. There, everything is working, and people I can see like people really excited with it because they were waiting for it. But 
I understand them because they are leaving them doing it in the right way. You know, they are not limited them um, all the time. So if you do a festival, it's going to be a festival. It's not going to be a festival for 500 people, like with 1,000 square meters for uh, 20 person, mm -hmm. another 1,000, another 25. This is a little bit a joke, a ridiculous, you know. When you have people in the flights together, in the bus, in the underground, and everywhere, like one on the other. As I told you before, it doesn't make sense. Everything doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I mean, if, uh, like, you have to respect the rules, it has to be the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. Otherwise... Yeah, th th this is actually the problem, because it's not the same in every country, you know, for everyone. And this is why people are, you know, angry. Let's see what's going on. But we will see what's going to happen yeah. regarding this <clears throat> crazy topic. Um, okay, so uh, when this thing called pandemic ends, what is the first thing you will do at some <laughs> big festival? A big festival? Yeah. I know what I I'm gonna do. clean maybe <laughs> I'm gonna clean all the stage with <laughs> with something like a cleaner I don't know I just gonna be there until the end of the yeah I thought I thought I, I thought and um, I told to some friends promoter next time I'm gonna play for you I'm gonna really clean the club or the festival you know and I felt that is like I wanna see people happy I wanna see people really I'll play I'll play in a festival in September with uh, with Mark, with Carola, Luciano, Taylor Vaz, Black Coffee in Zurich. Mm -hmm. And the vibes there are super high. I want to see now how it's compared with 2019. I played 2019 also there. So I'm really waiting that moment because I want to see how people, how the vibes and the energy of people is. If it's the same way or maybe it's higher. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Maybe hug everybody in the first line. <laughs> I don't know. Hugs, kisses everywhere. <laughs> yeah, kiss and fly, like in the airport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, is there any specific label you would like to release your mu music and you haven't had a chance yet? Uh, <clears throat> more about the label is like, um, I really like. Well, I will. I would like one day to release a Ninja Tune. Ninja Tune, yeah, because um, I really like the concept. Because I feel, as a musician, as a musician, uh, I'm a musician, so I want to bring myself in that kind of uh, field for feel uncomfy and try to get back like a really nice work. Mm -hmm. It's not easy because you know you have to have the right project for them. You have to have at least three, four, five tracks, super big production with the singers. And but yeah, I would love to do a release on Ninja Tune. That's nice. super nice to achieve. Nice, good, yeah. good choice. <laughs> okay, so what can we expect from Alex in the near future? And good luck with uh, your last track that you did, How to Play. Yeah, um, in the next future, yeah, How to Play was the last one and saved. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the future is now, in 10 days I will release a track on Network, it's like a big independence label from Canada and uh, it has been done with a singer from, uh, I think he's from Sweden, he's, mm -hmm. yeah, he's Swedish yeah, I think, it's called Mountain Bird, it's a kind of track that put myself in the limits because working with a singer is different, he's already good, well known like singer. And the track is uh, is not really my usual sound that I used to produce, but this is a nice thing because, uh, as I told you before, there is a mix between my style and this style. 
and it's a kind of more like a radio radio tune and they, you can dance and you can also listen to so. mm-hmm. and the nice thing of this record is going to be out on 13th of August the nice thing is that it's a record that you can listen in the morning in the car and you can get positive vibes back so I can really make you smile this is really it's awesome. like when I you know what I do all the time I make a, I make a record I when I get the chance, I make the track listen in the car to friends of mine, really close friends of mine. And I see the reaction all the time. So if people say, wow, I am super now, I'm super happy, I feel like I want more of this track. And so I start taking feedback from normal people that is not involved in the music industry. Mm-hmm. People that is just lo- music lovers, okay? That's the best, te- uh, like, test makers for me. They're t- the really the, the best ones because they're giving you feedbacks really with the heart and with, uh, with no filters. They're just going to tell you what they think about the track. And everybody said to me, this track put me super, like, uh, in a good, in an happy vibes all the time. So if five people on five say that, maybe it's, it's true, no? Mm-hmm. And let's see, I don't know, maybe you're going to listen, you're going to tell me what you think about it. I'm for sure going to listen. It would be it. out would in, be, yeah, in 10 days. It would days. be my honor to hear it. <laughs> Perfect. It will, be, it will be easier. The name is also, the track title is nice. Oh, nice. It will be easier. It will yeah. be easier. That's that's proper name <laughs> for this situation, I guess. Yeah, it will be. Okay. Um, I think we could close this conversation. Wow. Really? Even if it was really pleasant for me, I hope it was for you. Yeah, super nice conversation. I'm glad. Uh, but I need to was- ask you one more thing. Yeah. Um, since everyone who come over here and the ones who are going to come uh, in the studio will be requested to leave uh, this kind of mark that I will keep as a memory of you taking part in this show. And over here I have some kind of a poster with this visual uh, on it, in it. As you can see, you will see, it's a v- fingerprint and a sing- signature tree. <laughs> yeah, and I, I also named it the Creatures of the Night because we are all creatures of the night. We like to party, you know, and uh, have fun during the night and so on and so on. So I will need you to pick one of those branches. Okay. It doesn't really matter which one. And I'm gonna put this liquid on your finger and you're gonna leave your fingerprint on that branch that you choose. Okay. Okay? okay let's, let's go. Let's do this. Um, and uh, you need to do it like in the first two seconds or something because I think it's gonna dry pretty fast. Wait a little bit, wait. You can do it. Police style. <laughs> Maybe check the uh, I'm not gonna be using this for something uh, illegal, I'm don't joking. worry about it. <laughs> I'm Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. Also, I prepared one symbolic gift. Uh, for you because I want to thank you for taking part uh, in this uh, show of mine and letting me and everyone watching and listening um, to go with you on this journey into the music industry. So can you please pass me? Okay. So this is for you. Oh, you can check it if you want. You. I hope the size fits you. Really? Let's see. <laughs> ah, nice. It's a t-shirt. Thank you. You're welcome. Can I show it? Yes, of course. 
Oh yeah, I think the sides yeah is yeah. I think it yeah. It's perfect. Thank you yeah. so much for You're welcome. for the gift. <laughs> really lovely. You're Connected by frequency. frequency. Actually, yeah. yes. Frequency. I don't know if you studied the 440 hertz uh, theory. Uh, a long time ago it was, <laughs> definitely. It's like in the history, like uh, for the, the, um, the B, the B note mm -hmm. is 440 hertz. Mm -hmm. And this is the frequency of the humans. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And That's sometimes true. they try to change the being 439 because it's not like uh, in line with the human being. So uh -huh. you feel uncomfy. You feel, so they, they, you have to read about it. I will tell you where to, to, mm, where you have to read I, about I'm, it. It's a super long story and it's super interesting. It sounds interesting, definitely. Super interesting. Show yeah. me that. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Thank you, Alex, for this lovely conversation. Thank you so much. I yeah. am sure everyone enjoyed the episode. I hope. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, music lovers out there, please tell me your impressions. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, like this video, leave a comment, and uh, share it with the world. Uh, and remember, we are all connected by frequency. Until next time, take care and have fun. Bye-bye.